Hello and welcome to the Tea on Sustainable Living podcast, where your hosts, Hannah and Brandy, try and help each other navigate the big, messy, gray area of giving a shit about the planet, and hopefully helping you along the way. Each episode, we have honest chats about our sustainability fails, sometimes amongst ourselves and sometimes with guests, while also leaving you with a little sprinkle of hope and inspiration to keep on giving a shit. So, go make yourself a cup of tea, get comfy, and let's dive into the episode. Hello, give a shitters. This is Brandy. And this is Hannah. And you're listening to episode number four of the Tea on Sustainable Living podcast. Number four. Yeah, we're yeah. getting really into this now. I am, I am getting into it. <laughs> so today we are testing out our um, I don't know, virtual recording setup over Zoom. We each have a fancy mic set up now. Yeah, Brandy got fed up of having me over to her flat. I think that's what really happened. She's the the introvert at heart. She's like, how can I eliminate this person coming over so regularly? But no, No. it's it's good. No, that wasn't it. (laughs) We had started with sharing the mic that Hannah is using. It's not really meant to be shared. Um, The idea was we'd pass it back and forth, but that creates too much background noise. So I got the other mic I was considering getting from the beginning where you can record sitting across the table from each other. And that's the one I'm using. Basically, I just kind of wanted to test out more tech so that I know more and can recommend recommend this tech personally, firsthand um, to clients. So here we are. I think I just got a little tech happy. I don't know. It's fun starting a new thing and you like want to get all the things that go with it. Yeah, it was definitely like brand new would be like, oh, I'm thinking of getting some new headphones. And then I think that afternoon, she's like, I brought the headphones. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And then I bought the mic, not like right around the same time yeah and then brought another mic yeah so but I'm reaping the benefits so I've got I'm nice and cozy at home I still managed to run late even though I wasn't (laughs) physically going to a location so (laughs) yeah like especially going into winter it's cold if you know we don't want to leave our apartments yeah but we can still we'll probably just do a mix of both recording together. I also want to see what would sound better because in my place, it's, I don't have a big apartment, but there's not a lot of, I have curtains and rugs, but it's still a little bit echoey. But yeah. We'll just see what sounds better. And, and yeah, now we have options. And talking of everything, getting a little bit cold and wet and rainy. Well, not really wet and rainy. That's as if I was in the UK. It's actually not that wet and rainy in Spain, but that's how I think about winter still. I still think about winter as being like really dark and wet and raining and cold. So that was kind of, well, that's not really what our episode is about. But our episode is about the seasonal holidays that come up when it's cold and wet and rainy outside. Yes. Well, unless you live in Australia. Yes. If you live in Australia, this episode is for you, but ignore all of the, the cold references. Although something I found really weird when I lived in Australia was like all the Christmas music is the same as here, right? So it'd be 40 degrees outside and it'd be like, oh, the weather outside is frightening. 40 degrees Celsius, FYI. Yes. Fahrenheit. (laughs) What is that Fahrenheit? Like over 100? Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. Very hot. hot. And like they'd have, still have like Christmas cards with snow on it. And it's just like, what? Interesting. So yeah, today we'll talk about yeah, the holiday season, which is Christmas for most people. But yeah, we'll probably, yeah. we might, I might slip and use those interchangeably. Um, but yeah, we just mean the general holiday season. And 
Yeah, but mm-hmm. less about less about like I don't know how to be sustainable during the holidays with I don't know materials and and those sorts of things. More of we just wanted to chat about kind of our feelings around holidays and the mix of like enjoying things and gifts and all the things that go with the holiday season, but also feeling a bit I don't know a bit of the consumerism pressure. Yeah, absolutely. But before we get into that, Brandy is going to tell us about the tea she's drinking. Oh, yes. I just have to admit that I'm drinking a coffee, guys. Oh, off the podcast. Anyway, Brandy, I know. Brandy's going to like hold the torch for the tea drinking of the Tea on Sustainable Living podcast hosts. Can you tell me about your tea? Yep, I've got my green tea here. A little ASMR. Uh, It is Sencha green tea which is the most common type of tea in Japan. And it's delicious, but be careful. Don't make it with water that's too hot because it will be bitter and gross. So what I like to do is either catch it before it boils, just starts to simmer, or if it boils, let it sit, put a splash of cold water. Good to go. Let it brew for just a few minutes. I think some you can brew for like less than a minute, but I like just a couple minutes. It's a little shot, a little bit of caffeine. So I've already had my coffee, so I didn't want to overdo it with um with more. I love how that just suddenly turned into a little bit of a cooking show. Just like <laughs> a splash of cold water. Um <laughs> Well, it's very important if you're gonna enjoy green tea, you know, you need to make it correctly so that it tastes good. And loads of health benefits with it. All right, tell me. Help me. Oh or maybe not with the health benefits, but where it's from. Yeah, I didn't research or health benefits. They have a lot of them. But yeah, so um, drinking green tea, which is the most popular tea in Japan. So I looked up what Japan is doing for sustainability. And before I get into like the main project I was looking into um, for the Olympics that just happened, the 2020 Olympics that happened in 2021, because you know that thing that happened to us almost two years ago was well, still happening. They, I thought it was really cool. They, all the, the medals from the award ceremonies were all made from recycled, um, recycled metal and phones that people had donated. That's cool. I didn't know that at all. Yep. The medals in the spirit of sustainability, the highest desired gold, silver, and bronze medals are all made from, were all made from material recycled from mobile phones and other small electronic devices donated by the public, which that is very cool. cool. But I'm also sad that medals aren't actually pure bronze, silver, and gold. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It sounds, I mean, it's very cool. I'm not going to lie, but I'm just also just like, oh. But a gold medal should be solid gold, right? <laughs> Maybe it's never been like that. I'm just nice. I suppose Probably. that's a personal opinion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what pure gold? Yeah, but then you would just hang it up on your wall, and it's not like it's like a piece of jewelry where you're out wearing it. But even still, for me, I don't really care about. I guess the actual material. Just if it looks like gold, great. It's gold. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was cool. I think they did a bunch of other um, kind of uh, efforts in the name of sustainability for the Olympics. Um, and I'll leave the link to that article in the show notes if you want to read more about that. But while I was reading that article, it touched on Japan's problem with plastic. And we just did an episode on plastic, so I'll link that in the show notes as well. But the project I found, not really a project, it's a law that passed in June of 2021 called the Act on Promotion of Resource Circulation for Plastics. And from this article, the law encourages manufacturers to design products for ease of recycling, 
which is great because I think it should be the responsibility of a manufacturer to deal with their products when people are done with them. It shouldn't be put on the consumer. So I think it's great that they're taking that now that that is a law, let me read the rest of this next part. Um, It also requires major retailers and hotel chains to offer plastic products that are 60% derived from recycled or biodegradable materials by 2030. So by making it a law, by creating a market for the recycled materials, now something will actually happen with them. Because if you recycle plastic, no one's buying that plastic to do anything with it. Well, what's the point? That is the whole point of recycling and reusing the materials. So now that it's a law, hopefully, yeah, that creates more of a market for the recycled materials and more people will do it. And and yeah, we'll see. I'm sure there are cons to it. I don't know the ins and outs of, I don't know, kind of legal sustainability things. Um, Yeah, there are pros and cons to everything. But I think, I don't know, it's a great effort, great start. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, it's a good way to... Yeah, like you said, the the fact that you have to, you know, that the recycled materials are like destined for something. Exactly. By having that, so like, I think that's really important mm-hmm. because it's true. You can kind of do all these things and then be like, but wait, what are we, who are they being recycled for? Like, why, what is it going to make? Exactly. We just released the plastic episode that was kind of fresh in my mind and I thought that was pretty cool. So I'll keep an eye on that, Japan. Keep, uh, keep it up. Keep on. Awesome. Thank you for that contribution, Brandy. You're welcome, Hannah. And yeah, now I think we're going a bit closer to home to spill the tea on ourselves. No mm-hmm. tea has been spilled today. Nope. I have not spilled Literally. any. Though no, the tea either. strainer I use is not fine enough and all the powdery bits are at the bottom. So it's like <laughs> part green tea, part matcha. Right. Do you want to take that as a sign that you should spill the tea on yourself first? What are your gray area issues around the holidays? I've kind of gone in waves with this over the years. There was a period I talked about in a previous episode of going through a phase of like being on my minimalist kind of journey and going full on zero waste. And around that time, I just remember feeling like super pressured by the obligatory nature of gift giving around the holidays and the consumerism aspect of it. Um, So for a while, I... I think I just started giving gifts of experiences, consumables, those sorts of things, and then starting to have conversations about, you know, receiving those types of things. But yeah, it felt it got to a point where it was like, I don't know, I feel like I'm just handing friends or family members like a shopping list. Like, well, if this is something I need or want, like I can just buy it myself. Uh, and then the mm-hmm. pressure, like you have this, you know, the holidays are supposed to be a nice relaxing time with friends, family members, just loved ones in general. And it's like, there's this huge task of you know buying all of these things for people and feeling the pressure of society to yeah consume and buy things and it I don't know it got to a point where it just wasn't enjoyable for me so yeah I started doing more kind of cut back on just giving things and was giving more consumables or if I was with someone for the holidays taking them out for a meal those sorts of things um, my friends and I would just stop we just had conversations like can we just not do this can we just take some like one thing off of our plates but no Recently, I feel like I've been getting pulled back into kind of the consumerism aspect. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I definitely relate to some of what you're saying. I think for me, I find, you know, gifts a little bit stressful. I'm not particularly, I don't, I never feel like I'm particularly good at giving gifts. So I actually quite enjoy when someone has a list because it's like, oh, okay, like I can get you something that you actually want. 
mm-hmm. rather than taking a bad guess. And I mean, this is just me as a person, but I'm very last minute. And then that's really not particularly good habit to have when it's related to, or it's often not a great habit to have when it's related to like, you know, the sustainable or like a secondhand option, because normally those gifts take more time. So Mm -hmm. I find what happens to me is I'm just like, okay, oh crap, I haven't brought anyone gifts. And it's like the 23rd and I'm like, just going to go into town and like buy everything right that's basically what's happened to me multiple years I feel this year I'm slightly more organized but also not especially (laughs) but it feels good to me I'm like oh I have like several people's gifts brought so yeah it definitely feels like feels like that if you want to you know the well when we talked about the prime in the Primark episode about how it's harder to buy you know if you're just like brick and mortar stores the sustainable options are a lot less. So that does mean some sort of planning ahead. And obviously, if you want to get like secondhand or pick up certain things, then you really do have to be organized. Mm -hmm. So I find that's my like sustainability or like environmental downfall. I'm just like, ah, I just need to get some gifts. Mm -hmm. What can I find? And to be honest, finding an ethic, like a sustainable option just doesn't cross my mind. And yeah, I think you can get caught up in, you know, how can I give a sustainable gift to this person? And yeah, I'll link a lot, of, a lot of resources in the show notes. But I think what's helped me this year, as I like, I felt that pool and that pressure. So I did make a list and I did, I guess, yeah, organize myself a bit early and was keeping an eye out in secondhand shops and online for various things for family members in the States. I found, oh, what's this episode going out? Okay, maybe I shouldn't be too specific about what I've done for family <laughs> members, but things that were, yeah, I guess consumables or secondhand. Okay, no, I know two already opened. So yeah, I sent someone coffee because I know they like coffee from sustainably, ethically sourced fair trade coffee, uh, secondhand cat sweatshirt for my sister because she has two cats now. So I, yeah, I think it does you know, require a little bit of time, but also just being mindful, not feeling like, yeah, you have to buy half a store for someone to show them you care about them. I think yeah, with a little thought and intentionality, you can, I mean, by default, be more sustainable just by doing that. Hello, Give a Shitters. Brandy here. I just wanted to quickly interrupt this episode to tell you a little bit more about our show notes. Each episode has a dedicated show notes page on our website, the tea on sustainableliving.com slash show notes where you can find more information about the topic of the episode. In addition to links to any articles and resources mentioned in the episode, we throw in a few more ways for you to keep on giving a shit. From articles and documentaries to books and apps, we want each show notes page to help you feel better equipped with information and tools to take action today. You can think of it as a choose-your-own-give-a-shit adventure. We'll also update you on our chosen actionable item from the episode to let you know how it's going for us. So, after this episode, head on over to our show notes page at the tea on sustainableliving.com slash show notes. All right, now back to the episode. Yeah, I think it's an interesting one for me because when I was thinking about this, especially around gifts, it's like remembering my childhood and like gifts mm-hmm. was such a huge part of it. And, you know, family sent a lot. My like parents did like lots of little gifts and they're great like I have so many good memories Mm -hmm. 
you know, I was saying, I personally find gifts kind of stressful, but of course, a lot of people love giving gifts and they love receiving gifts. Mm -hmm. And it's like a part of a lot of major traditions, like gift giving. So I don't know, that's kind of the gray area for me. And I feel kind of ties into some of these, the sustainability issues where people find a, you know, I think when people envisage a stereotypical eco-friendly lifestyle, it seems like an unappealing because it feels like you have to give up a lot of things. Yeah, it's like, oh, I want to give gifts over mm-hmm. the holiday. I want a Christmas. Tree I want to receive lights. gifts over the holidays. I want to wrap it up all all up in like you know shiny paper and put bows on it, and you know, I don't know. Like that's that's not wrong. No, There's I don't think it's wrong. wrong with that. Yeah, like I said, if, if gifts are the part of the holidays that that you get, you know, the most joy out of, then go all in there, and then maybe you, I don't know, find a secondhand tree, or there are tons of options on Pinterest and online in general of ways you can kind of makeshift a tree, or I don't know, find secondhand lights. Like there, go all in on the thing that matters to you, and then either cut back on other things or find more sustainable ways to do other parts of the holidays that yeah you don't yeah. care as much about. If that makes sense. Yeah. But then, okay, how do you balance that? Because holidays are obviously not really like a one person. Well, they're normally not just like celebrated by yourself. Mm, yeah. So you're like, I mean, you might, like I could say, oh, I find gift giving stressful, but I also know family members who spend like months thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like the most, something that brings them lots of joy. How do you balance that? Do I say to them, oh, I don't want you to give gifts? I think there's... I don't think that's the right approach. No, I think there's... How do you balance all the needs within like a family environment? You have to get comfortable in the gray area and yeah, accepting that it's not just you and that there are other people involved, whether it's yeah, thinking about a gift to give someone, you know, it's what would they get joy out of? They said they want this one thing and I don't know, it's something you have to buy new and it's made of plastic you know, you can't, you do have to kind of draw your line if you know they will enjoy it. Okay. Buy them that one thing. Cause that will mean mm. more to them instead of saying, well, no, I refuse to buy plastic. So I'm not going to buy you that. And yeah, I think, you know, this question comes up a lot. And it's like minimalism. If you live with a partner or roommates, how do you make them have the same values as you? And, and you don't, the answer is you just don't try to do you the best you can, but yeah, except that there are things out of your control when there are other people involved. I think it'll be different for every person depending on you know depending on the person the and then the people you're with how much of a conversation you want to have where you want to draw that line because I think mm. some families who yeah if you bring up if you were probably to bring up sustainability at all how can we make changes that that might be incredibly offensive to your family if they're set on traditions and if that's the case just do you the best you can, maybe reuse the same shiny wrapping paper or think of small ways that you can, that are, that are in your control mm-hmm. and then just accept that there are things that aren't. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. It's an interesting one because I think it's quite hard to change traditions and retain like the essence. It's like, how do we find, and like you're saying, maybe sometimes it's not changing. It's kind of accepting how it is. Or creating a new one. Your personal workarounds. Yeah, or making, and that's why I was thinking, I was like, I feel like it's easier to like add on mm-hmm. to already their traditions. 
than like get rid of or like modify certain ones yeah like if you have a tradition of gift giving if that's a big part of your holiday maybe you do a big family instead of everyone buying something for everyone maybe you pick names out of a hat and choose one person set a limit and then you just focus on that person because then you're still Mm. you still have you know the tradition of gift giving but just done in a slightly different way and and in the end people spend less buy less and probably feel less stressed I don't know. And unless that, yeah, that, I mean, that might not be a good option for, for people, but no, I, th- I mean, I think there's definitely something there. That's the thing. It's very subjective, very, you know, situationally dependent. Right. So absolutely. it's hard to like, sit here and say, do this, do that to have a more sustainable holiday yeah. season because everyone's holiday looks different. Yeah. I think it's more the episode we wanted to just kind of have that conversation about why it might feel like a an area where certain like a time in the year when certain things come up mm-hmm. I guess you're like within that the environment of you know like family or friends or work environments you know all mm-hmm. sorts of places where suddenly certain things are being expected and your normal patterns of behavior your normal routines are quite mm-hmm. shifted around around the holiday season there's a lot more you know going further away from gifts but you know there's all that like there's eating out and there's mm-hmm. parties and like oh you're suddenly staying in someone else's house like you have to kind of conform mm-hmm. or don't you like you know or you're seeing people you haven't seen for a long time and everyone has different you know you might have to fly like all sorts of things come up but at the same time it's a time of like a lot of joy and tradition for a lot of people of course you know again holidays people have mixed feelings over the holidays mm-hmm. but you know there's that kind of emotional intensity that I wouldn't want to lose by focusing you know by being like no we cannot do this mm-hmm. which is yeah. you know both of neither of us have said that's the cancel the holidays the- in the name of sustainability yeah <laughs> basically let's not do that because holidays are great (laughs) yeah and I think bring up conversations where you can with friends family Mm -hmm. with friends family members coworkers, whoever but really now's not the time to do that the minimalists say this all the time in their Christmas episodes the best time is probably not long after the holidays start talking about next year but it, it really is a time of year where yeah like you said when other people are involved especially when you're staying in someone else's home you just get comfortable with the gray area and accept that yeah you can't change or control all the things yeah a lot comes up I think yeah this is probably the time of year not that you have to conform but like think about other people and kind of put yourself in other people's shoes yeah and yeah it's really navigating it's not just navigating the gray area as an individual or Mm -hmm. as a couple or you know in specific relationships where you know you have more or less the same values but with like a whole host of Mm -hmm. other people in your life who you care about but have very different perspectives or you know not even very different but just different resources or different you know yeah yeah you will never successfully force your values onto the people around you what you can do is try to (laughs) what you can do is try to live your values around them yes but yeah I think like I said a lot can be you can achieve a lot in the name of sustainability by just trying to be more intentional, a bit more mindful yeah. about the holiday season. And yeah, this is coming out probably a bit too late to start thinking about that. <laughs> Not if you're um, me. <laughs> <but> <laughs> just, yeah, now's a great time to start 
thinking about next year really and how could you be more sustainable what kinds of conversations can you maybe bring up with different people in your life yeah well I think you've given a ton of awesome suggestions over that <laughs> that episode brand new <laughs> you know just like rolling them out you could do this you could do that you could do that yeah um, I hope, yeah so I'll leave various things in the show notes but yeah things yeah like swapping out materials doing a google search or going on etsy trying to find handmade things yes love etsy giving gifts of time experiences consumables secondhand yeah i think are all great things and most of all after the you know few years we've just had hopefully we can find joy in the people we're spending the holidays with mm-hmm. yeah and or if, we're, if we can't do that then hopefully, you know, being able to connect in another way to to the things that that are important to us. I think that's, you know, you know, at the end of, well, maybe I I shouldn't speak generally, but like, I guess for me, you know, the reason for wanting to try and be more sustainable and try and look after the planet is about, in a lot of ways, about those human relationships. It's like Mm -hmm. about the relationships I have in the world. Like, you know, I'm not like an outsider, like we're in, we're in the world, like, all the stuff we're talking about is the stuff that makes like life real and important. And, and for me anyway, it's like the stuff that's really like valuable. So it's like keeping that and having that as like almost like an inspiration. Like I want this to be like the best environment possible for like Mm -hmm. the people I love and and future generations and all of that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. using those connections and bonds as like an impetus to like drive forward you know, a commitment to living more sustainable, sustainable life. Mm-hmm. And the main takeaway for this episode is you don't have to cancel the holidays to have a no. sustainable <laughs> holiday season, but you can kind of pick and choose, start small ways to be a bit more environmentally friendly. So Eva Shitters, I'll link all of the actionable items you can do. Some are more last minute friendly than others. <laughs> yeah that might require some forward planning <laughs> for next year if it's 2022 yep only on the horizon <laughs> but yeah let's go through christmas or holiday season 2021 first yep all right anything else to add no just enjoy enjoy yeah, yeah. Good one. enjoy enjoy the season <laughs> don't get too stressed yeah. uh about everything we've been talking about in this episode. Yeah. Enjoy Enjoy your time with family or friends or however you're celebrating the holiday season. And that's all I've got. Goodbye from us. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tea on Sustainable Living podcast. If you made it to the end, we can only assume that you've enjoyed this episode. Please consider sharing this with a friend or family member who could use some support on their sustainability journey. And find us on Instagram at the Tea on Sustainable Living and let us know what you liked about the episode. All right, give a shitters. See you later. Get it? See you later? As in, see you later? So funny. Why?